Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, kinfolk? It's RJ Young. I am not on a step mill. Thank you for subscribing to the number one ranked show. We upload a podcast on Tuesdays about the USFL. We upload a podcast on Thursdays that gets back into college football. But the last couple of Thursdays have been outstanding news days for college football. As you'll know, last week, Arch Manning committed to the University of Texas, which has sent us into really a run on Texas taking in commits, something I said would happen, as a lot of players I spoke with were waiting on Arch to make a decision as to where they were going to make a decision. And then, this afternoon on Thursday, we got word that the Pac-12 might have a USC and UCLA and Big Ten problem. The word from John Wilner and Nicole Auerbach is that USC and UCLA are in conversation to join the Big Ten by 2024. Now, excuse me if I go ahead and get this joke out of the way about Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC last year, looking at this move right now, saying, y'all just stole our whole flow, bar for bar, just like, you know, the Breakfast Club clip that some of y'all have seen. If you haven't, go check out Soldier Boy. It's not safe for work, so don't do it that way. But I thought this was interesting, right? Because there's a number of things that come into play here. And the first is, what do conferences do and what do conferences mean? Okay. Some of this is, yes, about money, but a lot of this is also about how strong the brand is and, honestly, how good are you at facilitating revenue for your partners and your members. The Big Ten has established itself as the second best football conference in the sport outside of the SEC, right? Clemson and the ACC have had a pretty doggone good run. But we can look at Ohio State having won championships in 2002, championship in 2014, and reaching the college football playoff championship in 2020 and really having a great time covering that league, or I am having a great time covering that league. Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State. Rutgers isn't bad anymore. Maryland isn't bad, right? Purdue can jump up and bite you. Iowa played in the Big Ten championship last year. Nebraska comes on. Talking about the best, you know, three and nine team of all time, which is a dubious honor. They could be great. Northwestern has ended up in the Big Ten championship. You add UCLA and USC, immediately you're adding two of the great offensive minds of the last, well, 25 years in Chip Kelly and Lincoln Riley, which also means that we would get to see Lincoln Riley head up against Ryan Day, Chip Kelly head up against Ryan Day, and you'll know that Ryan Day once worked for Chip Kelly and was on staff there, and one of the reasons that he ended up at Ohio State is the good work he had done 
in becoming a great play caller, offensive coordinator, Urban Meyer made the right decision to tap him, not just to be the offensive coordinator, but also to become Ohio State's head coach. And he has been, had, I mean, coaching his behind off. That team recruits like an SEC team, plays like an SEC team, will put up a bunch of points. They get the defense back to the 2019 levels, and they're probably in line to win their next national championship. On the Pac-12 front, this is this is bad, right? There's, that's just along the short of it. You're also probably looking at Washington or Oregon, some of the Bay Area schools like Stanford choosing to throw in their lot too because USC in particular has been the blue blood of that conference. They really do hold it up. UCLA makes a lot more sense there too. You have the two LA schools, you have the LA market, and then you get Ohio State going to Los Angeles. You get Michigan going to Los Angeles, right? You get Penn State going to Los Angeles. And we know that that place is attractive because before Lincoln Riley was hired, to take that job, there was a run made at James Franklin at Penn State, right? We heard a bunch about him. The only guy, I think that they were entertaining outside of a, a Lincoln Riley or even a James Franklin ended up being like a Matt Campbell at Iowa State who is very happy at Iowa State and has had opportunities to leave. He just doesn't want to. He likes where he's at. But for Oregon, this also could be really outstanding, right? You get Ohio State, Oregon again, and Oregon gets to say, hey, we beat you the last time at your house when we played. And Ohio State, I'm sure... Can't wait to try to play that game again because it felt fluky, but still a loss, right? You'd also get Oregon versus Michigan. If Washington goes, you got Washington versus Michigan, Washington versus Ohio State, Penn State versus Washington. Like, we could have some real good fun here if this thing comes into fruition. And also, it would put you back on footing with the SEC, who is going to add Oklahoma and Texas by 2025. I wonder... If this means that Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC moves up the timeline just a little bit, right? Because it feels like the Big Ten would be stealing your thunder in that they would already be playing with 16 and you'd be playing with 14. Also in here is what the divisions look like, if you have any at all. We know the Pac-12 has got rid of divisions. We know that the ACC is removing divisions. I expect that will be the trend across all of college football. The Big 12 did it, well, 10 years ago, mostly because... They have enough teams to justify it. They had 10 teams in a 12-team league, right? When they were, in a, yeah, when it was created, it was a 12-team league. I also think that this is interesting in that conference realignment is becoming much more frequent if we take into account 150 years, right? It wasn't that long ago. I think I was in college at, I was grad school at Oklahoma when Oklahoma and Texas were thinking about joining the Pac-12, right? And they have since changed their commissioner over, right? And George Klyevkov going into year two, and now all of a sudden, He's got to deal with what this is. And I think some of this is kind of outstanding when we're talking about just what moves are being made, right? Like we thought the alliance between the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the ACC was going to mean something. Apparently, it means that USC and UCLA either want to leave or uh, there was mutual interest. And Look, if you're like Greg Sankey at the SEC, you're not going to look Oklahoma and Texas in the mouth and say no. You're going to make room. I think the same is true for the Big Ten, right? Now, according to Auerbach at The Athletic, this has not been signed at the, uh, at the highest level. There's still some moving and shaking to do, but it is enough to say that things are moving in that direction. And usually if things are moving in that direction, that ends up being what gets done. The only time that we've seen things moving in that direction here recently on the large college football landscape where it hasn't gotten done is expansion of the college football playoff. And what that really is about is trying to make sure that everybody gets what they want and get the money that they want from an increased amount of inventory. 
And again, if you're the Big Ten, you're in a great position here. If you get to add UCSC and UCLA, you get to bargain from a really great position. The same thing is true of the SEC, obviously, but they've already signed their deal with uh, the four-letter network to do some stuff. I am fascinated by the idea that you could have these many teams that we care about in two conferences, the SEC and the Big Ten. And there's been lots of thought. I've even played with a thought about a college football super league, a premier league, something of uh, the top tier teams being the only divisions. I'm not for that. I like having 130 teams in the FBS, but I also want a 16-team playoff. I get that's not what you want or what most people want. Most people want is probably to cap it at about 24 to 32 teams that play in a superior college football league, and then you put the G5 teams in their own league, and then you continue down the line, and people can move up and move down. It's just a matter of money, honestly. We've seen the UTSA, they're joining the American after having been outstanding in Conference USA the last couple of years. Cincinnati's joined the Big 12. Houston's joined the Big 12. BYU's joined the Big 12. Central Florida joined the Big 12, right as Oklahoma and Texas are leaving. And there's been this stigma around the Pac-12 of can you produce an outstanding college football playoff team, and they haven't been able to produce an outstanding one, though they produced one, it's been since, you know, 2017, right? Talking about Jake Browning. Talking about when Lane Kiffin was on staff at Alabama the last time that the Pac-12 has had a team in the college football playoff. Meanwhile, Oklahoma has represented the Big 12 three times in five years. Now the guy that got them there in those three times in five years is at USC, and he hasn't even started year one. We've already seen him be a part of Oklahoma moving to the SEC, then him joining USC, and now USC may be joining the Big Ten. I'm fascinated by this. Let me know what you think about the prospect of UCLA and USC joining the Big Ten in the comments below. Deuces.